Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. In Joel chapter 2, God makes a mind-boggling promise to me and you. He tells us that he'll restore everything that the devil has stolen and or devoured from us, including the years that he devoured from us. That includes all the time as well as all the dimes that the devil devoured in our lives. Now that's a real big promise that'll have a real big effect on our lives when it comes to pass. We're blessed to have a God who's big enough and loves us big enough to bring that real big promise to pass in our lives. And he not only can do it, but he will do it. That's bringing recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. That's if we let him, by believing him and cooperating with him as he does what he does to bring recovery and restoration in our lives. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 12. It says, Wherefore, it shall come to pass, if ye hearken to these judgments, and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy, which he swear upon thy fathers. And he will love thee, and bless thee, and multiply thee. He will also bless the fruit of thy womb, and the fruit of thy land, thy corn, and thy wine, and thine oil, the increase of thine kind, the flock of thy sheep in the land which he swear unto the fathers to give to thee. Thou shalt be blessed above all people. There shall not be male or female barren among you and among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from thee all sicknesses and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. God made an awesome statement here. He said, if you hearken to what I say to you, all this stuff that's getting on folk, it won't get on you. And I'll take away the diseases, the sicknesses, the infirmities which have already manifested. I'll take those away from you. But he tied it to, if you hearken unto what I say. See, God saying to the children of Israel, if you do what I say, I'll do for you what I said. If you do what I say, I'll do for you what I said. You do, I'll do. You don't, I won't. It's a real simple equation. You do, I'll do. You don't, I won't. Why? Because you didn't do. And until you do, then it won't happen for you. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? Keep reading. Praise God. What verse will we leave off on? Yep, let's do that one again. Verse 15. It says, for the Lord thy God. Nope, that ain't it. Verse 15. And the Lord will take away from thee all sicknesses and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate them. Now, God promises people the deliverance from two categories of sicknesses if they obey him. God promised the children of Israel deliverance from two categories of sickness if they obey him. 
Category number one is sickness that's already experienced by them. Sickness that's already experienced by them, which means if they got any ailment, any sickness or anything that's going on in their body right now, God said, I'll deliver you from that. I'll heal you from that. That's when that's when he said in verse 15, the Lord will take away from thee all sicknesses. When he said the Lord will take away from thee all sicknesses, what he was talking about was the ones that are already in manifestation in your life. The taking away from all sicknesses refers to the sickness that are already being experienced by them in their lives. And then there's category number two, which is sickness that potentially could be experienced by them. Sickness that could potentially that could be potentially experienced by them. That's when he said, and will put none of the evil diseases upon thee and will put none of the evil diseases upon him. When he makes that statement, he's talking about, see, putting none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest, refers to sicknesses and disease that have not yet been experienced by them, but can be experienced by them. That are not yet experienced by them, but can be experienced by them. There's all kind of stuff going on out here nowadays. Every time you turn on the TV, they got a new disease with a new strain and affecting babies and people's brains and you got all kinds, of, we got Zerka stuff, Yurka stuff, Kirka stuff. We got all kinds of stuff going on now. It's like, dang. They got new terminology. I, I heard one doctor one time when they, with this new one that's out, praise God, that's coming from mosquitoes. Praise God over there in Central America or, 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 or someplace like that. They, they, they're talking about it. They said, oh, don't worry. Only thing it comes from is mosquitoes. It can't be transferred to another person. Next day. Transfer it to a person from another person. I'm like, put fool back on. <laughs> I thought you said it, it couldn't be. Did they pay you to stand there and say that? So give them, your, give them the money back. Because you don't know what you're talking about. Because if the truth is anyway told, they don't know what they're talking about. Because they clueless. Stuff is happening nowadays. They, they don't even know what to do with They found out that it was translated sexually. Golly gosh. To a person that wasn't their spouse. Which meant if they'd have been doing what God said, they would have never got that disease. Because obedience tied to doing what God said do is tied to him being to protect you like he said he would do. They don't tell you right now, praise God. But in the, in, in, in the homosexual community, that AIDS is at its highest level that it's ever been before. Why? Because it's fine to do what, the, what they were previously wasn't doing as much before. They won't tell you that. Why don't they tell you that? Because they are ran by the devil. And the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God said, if, I don't care who you are, homosexual, heterosexual, if you would have been um, uh, 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 celibate, like he told you to be, nothing would have happened to thee. If he said flee fornication, it wouldn't happen. But see, people read flee to fornication. And stuff keep happening. Why? Because people are not obeying what God said do. Because if they had obeyed him, he said, I'd have kept the stuff from you that's already in the world that would have never manifested for you if you'd have just did what I said do. So it's true. I know you can roll your eyes at me all you want to. It's still true anyway that if you do what he says, then God will do what he says. But if you don't do what he says then you're going to see some things happen to you that you would have wished never happened for you. See, if, we, if they were obedient to God 
and what he said to do, then he could and would make them exempt from the things that the rest of the world was experiencing. He could and would make them exempt from the things that the rest of the world was experiencing. But if they were not obedient to God and what he said to do, although he could have and would have made them exempt from the things that the rest of the world was experiencing, he would not have made them exempt because of their disobedience. Not because of his lack of love, because he already said before that, I loved them. Not because he didn't want to, because he already stated ahead of time that he wanted to. The blessings of God are already yea and amen for us in Christ. But at the same time, it ain't about his amen. After he said his amen, it then is matter about what is your amen. Are you going to say yes? Are you going to say so be it? Are you going to consent? Are you going to operate according to the word that was sent? Are you going to do it? Because if you do it, he'll do it. If you don't do it, amen. Sometimes the same happens with us too. We need to obey what God shows and shares us with us to do. Because if we're obedient to what God says and shows for us to do, then he'll make us exempt from the things that the rest of the world is experiencing. It won't happen to me and you. But if we are not obedient to God and don't do what he said do, then look around and you're going to be just like we like the world doing everything that they do. We're going to be just like the world and we're going to have everything on us that they do too. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 28. No folk don't like this, but I don't care. Praise God. I'm my job is just say it, say it. Praise God. That's my job. Hallelujah. My God ain't to get you to like it. Praise God. Hallelujah. My job is just to give it clear. That's all I'm supposed to do up in here. And pray that you eventually receive it. But it's still you that got to receive it. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Verse 60. Of course, we're in the section where folk don't do what God said do. Because, you know, if they're hearkening to the word of the Lord, all these blessings come upon them. That's why we like. But if you don't do what God said, do all this jacked up stuff happen. Potentially. Not necessarily, but potentially. Here's one of the potentials you know, for ignoring God's essentials. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 60. It reads, moreover, he will bring upon thee. Now, we already know he doesn't do it. It's that because they didn't do what he said do, it, it happened. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou was afraid of, and they shall clave, cleave unto thee, and they shall cleave unto thee, which means they ain't only going to jump on you. They're going to cleave unto you once they get on you. That word cleave right there means to impinge, that is to cling or adhere. They're going to stick like super glue if you don't do what God said do. That's what he's saying. They're going to stick. They're going to be like, but, but they're a Christian. We praying for them. We praying over them. We pray. Let me tell you something. Your prayers can't override another person's will. Your prayers, can, your prayers cannot override another person's will. And if they willingly continue to do what God said don't do. Amen. Y'all don't like this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good teaching. Good teaching. Praise God. If they, if they willingly do what they do, then it's going to cleave on them. Jump on them and stay on them until they repent. And then God can then do what he said he'll do. That's one of the most awesome things about the Lord. That person, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. I've seen people, praise God. I've had the privilege you know, to be able to go pray for people who, who, who was in, literally on their deathbed. 
tubes hanging out, coming out of every orifice out of their body. Beepers beeping, grafting and stuff. And the person said, they can't hear you. Nurse telling me that. They said, they can't hear you. I said, who are you talking about? They said, them. I said, yes, they can. They said, well, they're in a coma. I said, but they can hear every word I say. They said, they're they sick. They don't respond to anybody. I said, they'll respond to the word. So if you don't mind, you know, please. I get out your way when it's time for you to do what you got to do. Now you get out my way when it's time for me to do what I got to do. And I'll speak to them. Praise God. And I'll, and I'll tell them, praise God, that God is a healer. And God will restore your life. Sometimes I know a little bit about their life. So I might tell them, if you repent where you lay and hear what I have to say, you're not going to lay there no more. In your heart and in your mind, tell the Lord you threw with what you used to do at this time. And watch what the Lord do for you. Because I'm speaking healing over your body right now. The power of God is there to heal. Will you receive it? That's the question. I'll leave out. Sometimes the nurse will be looking like, well, you know, I don't see nothing. But within a day or so, they see something. Then people come up out of there, walk up out of there, and they, and, and they live their life like they're supposed to. Because God is a healer. Y'all don't want to believe this. It's true. Say it's true. Time and time again, I've seen it. And more, and more than that, we're about to see it. But stuff will cling to you. Why? Because of the decision you make. Does that make sense? That's why some of y'all even got blood pressure medicine that you're taking, and it seemed like it ain't working. That's because you're still working your jaws eating stuff you ain't supposed to be eating. And we can put a medication in you all you want to. As long as you keep putting that slab and a half on inside of you, that's why your blood pressure keeps going on. You're putting salt on everything, got sodium in everything. Hello, 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 is anybody in here? For y'all that's listening on the, on, on the CD or on radio, they didn't leave. They still here. I'm not by myself. He's in a studio talking. I hear the echoing. No, this is no studio. This is a congregation, blessed be the name of the Lord. They just pondering the information. Hallelujah. <laughs> blessed be the name of the Lord. Sometimes there's instructions attached to stuff. Amen. And if we're obedient to do it, it'll happen for me and you. But because that's what he was saying in Deuteronomy chapter 28, this part of it is that this is from what you didn't do that I said do. That's why this jumped on you and claved to you. See, when God sends a word to you, he's trying to help. He's trying to heal. Proverbs chapter four. He's trying to help. He's trying to heal. When he sends a word, He's already demonstrating, I want to do this for you. All I need you to do is work with me and let me do it for you. Proverbs chapter 4. Now, I'm talking about this type of healing right here. Because remember, I said some healing comes with instructions. Not all. Some comes with instructions. Whereas when it does, though, it's got to have obedience to go along with it. We're in, we're in Proverbs chapter 4. 
We'll start reading in verse 20. It says, my son, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them depart. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Why is that? For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Notice they are life to all to 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 they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. See, God can send a word, God sends words that will be life to you, health to your flesh, healing to you. Because there's healing in the word. The reason why we want to listen to God and do what it is he says to do is because that which he's spoken to me and you will provide health to me and you. That's what he said. He said it'll be life to you and healing to all your flesh. All your flesh includes your infected flesh, affected flesh. Come on, our disease-ridden flesh. God said, I'll heal all of that flesh. All I need you to do is do what I said do. And it'll be life to you. Now, I love this. That word life means life, but I love this. It also translates maintenance. It also translates maintenance. It'll be maintenance to all your flesh. Maintenance. Come on now, the best way I can explain this is using automobiles. Anybody got an automobile? Praise God. Hey, man. See, when we follow the instructions of the maker of our autos, our cars, and do what we need to do, that is what they recommend me and you to do, and we do that, what he tells us to do with our vehicles, then they'll stay on the road longer. And they'll operate better than they would have if we didn't listen to them and obey them. They'll keep running. They'll keep operating. Why? Because we followed the instructions that was given to us by the maker of it. Now, the maker said, change the oil this often. The maker said, go get various uh, uh, maintenance diagnostic checkups and stuff like that this often. That's what the maker said. The one that built the thing. We are smarter than them. We say, it don't take all that. Well, they say the same thing about the word of God, too. Yeah, that's, that's not the point, though. It don't take all that. I can, it say I should, t- I should do this all this often. But see, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stretch it out because they're just trying to make money off of me. I'm smarter than them. I got to figure it out. So I'm just going to change the oil this often. And then wonder, wonder why you got to get a car every three years. Why old Duke, old Duke, old Duke ride his and stuff like that for the next 35 years. Looking brand new. Still rolling like it was new. Why? Because he maintained it by the words that they spoke to him. They spoke to him what to do. He did what they told him to do. And it maintained the vehicle for him so that it can be able to continue on. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they don't do it, on the side of the road, broke down. Like a lot of believers, on the side of the road, broke down, sick. <laughs> I, can't, I can't make it today either. The devil attacking me. The devil took the day off. He took the week off. The devil saying, ain't no reason to attack you. You jacking yourself. I was watching what you ate. 
was watching how much you ate. I was watching that you done ate all that old plantation food. That food that was for fuel for going out picking cotton and stuff. That would allow you to sustain the heat. That would allow you to be able to work that hard and still stay lean and clean. But you ate it and sat down. Laid down and got more and more round. I ain't throwing no stones. Praise God. Is anybody here? Because I'm living in a glass house too. Praise God. But what I'm doing is squeaky, squeaky. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just cleaning the windows so we can see clearly what we're supposed to do. He said, pay, he said, do what I said do. And this thing will keep on working for you. Because the same thing works with us. God is saying the same thing about the words to us that he's said to them too. God said, I'm giving you instructions. And when you follow the instructions of the maker, because he's our maker, the maker of our bodies, and do what we need to do by obeying what he recommends that we do with our bodies, then they'll stay on the road longer, operate better than they would have been before. We'll have energy. Amen. Come on now. Your eyes won't dim. Your knees won't creak. You won't say I've fallen and I can't get up. Because you have the strength to get back up. Why? Because you would get down there purposely and then exercise and then get up purposely. So then later on that line, it has the strength to do so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only thing not as in shape as our fingers from playing video games. And open up packages so we can eat some more stuff. Biceps is strong because we've been doing repetitions. Praise God. <laughs> Y'all don't want to work with me. Let's just read it again. We're in verse 22. He said in verse 22, they, for they are life unto those that find them maintenance, and health to all their flesh. That word health, health right there means a curative to our flesh. Curative because something was wrong with it. And then it brought a cure to us. Figuratively, I like this, it means deliverance. It is, it is life to them that find them, maintenance. And it is a deliverance to the ones that receive this word. See, the instructions of God gives, that God gives us are given to us to deliver our flesh, deliver us from the sicknesses that are already afflicting us and deliver us so that we won't be afflicted by the sicknesses that are trying to come upon us because there's other stuff that's trying to come on us and keep company to other stuff that's already on us. They found out we a body that, you know, it, 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 it advertised to, the, to their friends, hey, I found a body that you can get on that, that, that's not protected. Come over here and jump on this body. That's why one thing get on us and then another thing get on us. And then before you know it, another thing gets on us. But God wants to give us a curative so that when that stuff be trying to come on us, it can't get on us. And if it try to get on us, it won't last on us because we have received the word that he gave me and you. Well, that's all the way up time for today. We trust that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I know I was. Glory to God. Because we're blessed to be in Christ. The promise God made in Joel chapter 2 is a promise that's available to me and you. 
God will restore everything that the devil has stolen from me and you when we believe God and stand on the promises that he made in Joel chapter 2 for me and you. It's good to know that we're loved by and are privileged to serve a God who is also a God of recovery and restoration. Even though it might seem to us like it's a real big thing to do, our God is big enough and loves us big enough to bring that real big promise to pass in the lives of me and you. Now, if you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact us at the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But you know, it's always best when you can get it live. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday morning at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. Just call us at the church office and arrange a ride. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. If you don't have a church home or don't know a church to attend, or you're visiting in town on business or visiting family in San Antonio, come on through and visit your godly family here at Word of Faith Christian Center in San Antonio, Texas. Both you and we will be blessed when you do. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.